You look really upset with the arm cross. I am upset. I'm upset that we've missed so many episodes. <laughs> <laughs>
uh, COVID as quickly as possible, um, or whatever it was. I guess I didn't know it was COVID at that point. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and then I, I decided to retest on Saturday because I was really curious, like, if I had stayed in Raleigh, would I have been stuck there until, um, like, the following Friday? And I retested, and it was still positive. So, yeah, I would have been stuck there a long yeah. time. So I'm really glad I did the drive. Uh, but also because I tested positive as soon as I got home, I decided to quarantine away from uh, my wife Chen and our, our two cats because I, I didn't want Chen to get sick too. Like, it would suck to have both of us sick at the same time. Also, uh, even with quarantining, I was like, there's a chance that she could still get it from me because, um, you know, we like hugged when I got home and stuff, but I guess I wanted to minimize, like, the viral load she might take on as, like, the initial infection. Yep. I'm no expert, but I imagine that can affect some of the severity of the illness, <clears throat> like your your initial viral load that you take in when you get infected. Yeah, I was kind of wondering, like, as, so, like, you had told me, like, no recording the following weekend, obviously, because of the situation, mm -hmm. and I was wondering, I'm like, like, how is Chen, though? Because I thought you got back and then tested positive. I'm like, oh, she, like, she probably picked him up from the airport. They probably, like, had dinner, and all of a sudden he got sick. But no, it wasn't like that. So then I was like, now nah, it made more sense why, like, Chen was probably going to be just fine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not, like, worried about um, also testing or anything. So it makes right. a lot more sense She did now. test, though. Um, okay. I think, I think she tested the same Saturday that I retested. Okay. And it, hers was negative, thankfully. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't be super concerned if she did get it. It's just like, I want to make it as easy as possible if she does get it. So like, yeah, well, if I'm, if I'm just like breathing on her for like hours straight, then, you know, obviously she, she might have like a, a worse, yep. you know, infection than if she just like happens to get it from like, I don't know, like a, a bowl that I breathe. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Cause when Dan... <clears throat> got sick once he doesn't usually get it was like a weird like nighttime sneezing attacks i don't know it was like a weird sickness and i almost like wanted him to sleep in the other room and mm. i'm like please stay away from me i was like although like i have nothing important going on right now where i can't be sick so like it's okay but i felt really bad being like can you sleep in the other room <laughs> i think if i got sick i would try to stay away but also versus a house it's like a two-bedroom apartment yeah it's a little harder it's harder yeah so yeah having the house was great for that i slept in like the guest bedroom and we, we have like the same size bed in there that we do in our main bedroom now you get it all to yourself <laughs> yeah um i would i wouldn't say that was i i don't get much of a benefit from sleeping alone versus like next to chen the cats, though, it was hard to keep them away. Because uh -huh. they, like, Chen understands, obviously, like, why I'm sleeping in the other room and everything. But the cats don't get it. And so they would, you know, sit outside the door just waiting for me, like, all night. Um, when my alarm would go up in the morning, Audrey would start crying at the door. Yeah. It was, that was the hard part, is the cats just don't get it. Um, <clears throat> they haven't learned germ theory yet. <laughs> But if anyone, some of the, our listeners might be wondering, like, why keep the cats away? So there's there's two reasons. Uh, one, they can be 
uh, like like I could get COVID on them, and then they could go to Chen, and then Chen could get COVID by like petting them and getting it off their fur. So that's one reason. <clears throat> the other reason is they've actually seen that it does transfer to cats, as well as like big cats at zoos. We've actually lost some big cats in the United States at zoos due to COVID. Okay. Snow leopards, I think. Huh. So, um, and also like my vet was telling me that. Uh, when COVID first like came up, they had a ton of cats brought in for respiratory issues. Oh, really? Yeah. When it started like surging around, so yeah, I just didn't want like our cats to have to deal with that nope. either. Yeah, one time I had a cold, and I searched if I could transfer it to the cat. Don't think you can transfer <clears throat> colds based on my short mm. research, but I have I did know a friend where the, her cat got COVID, so yeah, it does happen. Yeah, and I just I just wanted to avoid that. For myself, like, I wasn't worried at all about health outcomes or anything. Um, part of that's because I'm uh, vaccinated, so I knew even if I got, like, a case, like, the severity of it's going to be reduced. Yeah. The, the main thing for me is I just don't want to be, like, a vector for transmission. So, like, you know, I, I like, I don't want to be, like, the guy who, like, brings COVID to, like, a, a mass event and becomes, yeah. like, a super spreader. So... I agree with that. It's a fear. <laughs> yeah. Any any burning questions I can answer, Elisa? I don't think so. Yeah, if my voice is a little husky, that's why. I'm not apologizing for it, though. I kind of like it. <laughs> I did notice it was a little... Uh, I'm, I was going to say, like, muffled, but I see, like, the huskiness yeah, yeah, yeah. to it. Yeah, I've got, got a bit of that vocal fry going on. <laughs> I don't know where I got it, either. Uh, I had a like a dinner. Chen and I had a dinner with some friends of ours on like the day before I flew to Raleigh. Uh, but also, I went to like a big concert on the Wednesday before I flew to Raleigh. So either of those are kind of potential situations where I could have gotten yep. COVID. But they're also like like the dinner was almost like too soon compared to when I got symptoms. And the concert was almost like too far away from when I got symptoms, so it's hard to say really. But the concert well, was great, though. Yeah, I was going to say though, unless you like got on that plane and you just show symptoms right away. Right. Yeah. No. Exactly. But, yeah. I guess everyone could be different. But yeah, I, back to the concert. Yeah. Yeah. So that that concert, um, we didn't originally intend to go together. Uh, no. So it was a Billie Eilish concert. Uh, Chen and I, our anniversary was that same day, and we, we decided to go to the concert to celebrate. And we, we happened to find out that Elisa and Dan had tickets to go to the same concert, so we ended up all going there together. Uh, yeah, that was sick. Yeah, I was very interested to see how she would do it, because like, I've heard she does puts on a great show, and that's like what I like about concerts is do they put on a great show or do they just stand on a mic and sing? But her latest album has a lot of slower songs. So I was like, how can you put on a great show with a lot of slow songs? But like, she worked it like as best as I think you possibly could. Like, it was great. Yeah. And not only did she work it, I think she used those slower songs to great effect because she, the venue was really hot that day. And so, like, I was up in the, the stands, and you were, like, on, like, a balcony yep. up in the stands. And then there was, like, a, a pit 
like general standing area like down below uh where a ton of people were like pressed really close and it was apparently getting super hot down there and so people were passing out and billy like stopped the show at one point and made sure that staff were like getting there to like medically treat like the people that passed out and get them out of the crowd and also get waters to the people in the crowd but then she took those slower songs and said okay we're gonna like chill out the chill out the uh the vibe for a bit and she just mm-hmm. did like a couple slow songs back to back so the the crowd could kind of spread out and not be like moving around so much so i thought that was pretty clever how she switched over to slow songs when people started having issues with the heat yeah and <clears throat> i mean we were in places where we could sit so she would even tell us to sit down mm-hmm. which is like i don't think i've been to a concert where someone has ever like told people to do that but like, and everyone did it. I guess everyone listens in a concert. Like, <laughs> I was surprised that everyone would sit down. I mean, she would tell like the floor to just like take a step back. Yeah, relax. Yeah, I really, I have a lot of respect for um, people like artists who are able to like really care for the people who who are their audience. Like how we care for all of you so deeply. <laughs> um, Never mind. I was gonna say, so take a moment, relax yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're listening to this at home and you're jumping up and down, please sit. <laughs> yeah, I, I just have a lot of respect for that. Um, you know, obviously the other end of the spectrum is something like Travis Scott and the way that he was managing his crowds, which I, I don't like. But yeah, I think like if you've got fans, you should do what you can to like, you know. It, you shouldn't be like negatively impacting their health and you should do what you can to take care of them so i did also think i've been at other concerts in the pit like at that same venue before mm-hmm. and i was actually surprised at how empty it looked i thought it would be a lot more filled up because like honestly i probably would have bought those tickets but like i didn't want to show up early to be able to like get close mm-hmm. but honestly it wasn't like so full where like anywhere i would have stood would have been like way closer than i was obviously <laughs> now and it would have been a good view and like i was surprised and i wondered if not many people bought those tickets or if like she really did limit like the number of people that could be on the floor could be sure because <clears throat> the stands were pretty full like, yeah yeah 85 percent, maybe maybe more but like during the opener though i was like where is everyone (laughs) did anyone buy tickets to this concert it also just could be like the COVID effect people not wanting to be like in the pressed crowd down below yep i can see that it was a sick concert yeah i hope that's not where i got COVID. i feel like yeah hopefully (laughs) and maybe i shouldn't call it sick (laughs) like maybe that's not the right word um i feel like i'm gonna have spoiler alert here because when i go to concerts sometimes i don't want to know what happens but like the beginning song okay so like dan dan and i like would try to guess the opener song and then the encore songs but it was really hard because like this i mean she has to come out with a bang right but like it can't be like the bang you gotta wait for that till the end and so like we were arguing and so finally i just said it's either gonna be bad guy that's like first or during the encore i was well i was technically wrong in general because there was no encore (laughs) i was like shocked because a lot of concerts i go to they obviously finish up and then they 
like go away and then you obviously the crowd keeps yelling and then they come back out but this one she was literally like guys bad news only two more songs left so i counted that as the encore mm -hmm. so that i could be half right but if you think about it like obviously i feel like the biggest song that you have to go out with is happier than ever but it's also the happier than ever tour so you can't like have a whole concert without that song right. and then go back and wait for some them to like call you back on to perform it so i was very um conflicted in what i thought was going to happen but i i actually went back and searched the beginning of the concert again online like a fan recording because i literally loved how the concert started so much that i like wanted to relive it again and so like i tried to find videos of it because i was like it was so good <laughs> It was pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, if you get a chance to see her live, definitely recommend it. And she even um, she won an Oscar, right? Yeah, that that is what um, I meant. To I was confused earlier, about that but... this morning, but then Chen confirmed that she did. Yeah, it was like the "No Time to Die" um, theme that she she made, uh, which was played at the concert with the music video. I thought that was pretty cool. Did you watch any of the rest of the Oscars? I didn't watch any of the Oscars. Yeah, I, I, just... I honestly didn't know like it was even happening until uh, the Will Smith incident, uh, which I mean, like every article that my phone was uh, showing me was about that. I feel like I usually know when the Oscars happen or like other things, because a lot of people on TikTok that I follow will like be hosting like a red carpet show or something. And of course, I'm like watching all the outfits. Like, before the Oscars even start, like, I've already seen people's outfits online and stuff. So, like, that's usually why I know. But, yeah, I woke up that morning to go to, like, a 6 a.m. workout class. I don't normally talk to anyone in my workout class. It's, like, you go in, you're on your own, doing your own thing. Like, it's very focused. But literally, I got there, and the lady next to me is like, did you watch the Oscars last night? And I was like, what could possibly have happened with the Oscars that she wants to talk about? And then I realized. So, Elisa... Well, first, let's let's table set. So if if you're like the one person in, in the U.S. that doesn't know, at the Oscars, Chris Rock made a joke um, uh, about Will Smith's wife, uh, Jada. And uh, there's a little bit of, you know, stuff in between there. But basically, Will Smith came up on stage and slapped Chris Rock. A big slap too. Yeah. Like, did you see that slap? Yeah. He like, he like squared off for it. I was surprised there weren't like little finger yeah. marks left yeah. on the face. Um. So you know, and then there was some yelling from Will Smith after he sat down too. Uh, but I, I think the slap is really what everybody's honed in on. So, Elisa, if let's say someone made a joke about you and Dan just hauled off and slapped them. Dan asked me about this. <laughs> he was like, would you want me to do that? And I said, I would much rather you talk to the person. I do not want physical activity going on. So why do you, why would you prefer that he, he talked to them instead of? I, so this might be like a different reason than some people say, I actually just hate physical like fighting i'll say i just mm -hmm. hate the physicality of anything like i won't watch wrestling mma like wrestling i guess is okay but like mma boxing like that stuff literally grosses me out and like my insides just oh. don't feel good 
And so I've told Dan before, like, if you ever got in a fight, that might be, like, a breaking point where I'm just, like, no. <laughs> like, this isn't going to work. Cause like, it, get, like grosses... get in a fight at all? Like, yeah. like, do you mean, like, he would start it? Or what if somebody, like, started a fight? Like, they, they, they start Yeah, I mean, I guess punches. if he's defending himself, that <clears throat> okay. is probably different. Yeah. Um, because otherwise I just get so queasy and grossed out. It's like something that can't leave my mind. And so mm -hmm. I'm very against like the physical aspect. And I would almost be embarrassed as his like girlfriend wife mm -hmm. at the time and be like, I can't believe you just did that. And so that it would be almost really embarrassing for me. And I would like I wouldn't mind him confronting someone about it. I'd still be a little embarrassed about that. Like I could also probably say something, but I would hate it if you went up and slapped someone. So, you'd be you'd be embarrassed even if he verbally. A little bit, like I could also hmm. say, like I'd rather almost say something myself first, yeah, versus like having someone else say it for me. Um, I think that's cool. Might be a step up for me. I'm not the type to do that, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are your thoughts on how you would react if it was done to Chen? Wait, what do you mean? Like, what would your reaction be if it was you sitting in the chair and Chris Rock just made fun of Chen for a certain reason? Um, I'm trying to think, like, even if it were, if it were, like, a really vicious joke, I don't know. I, I'm trying to think about something that would be, like, harsh enough. And I wouldn't say it out loud. I'm just trying to think to get myself in the mindset. But, um... <laughs> I think I would say something, but I, I think uh, it, it would be tough if I knew I were like getting an award and about to go up on stage and have like control of the microphone. Oh, I'd yeah. probably say something then because I think that would be just like the most effective way to be like, like yep. really squash that that bad joke. But without knowing that. <clears throat> I don't know. I, I don't think I'd be... I don't think I'd, like, yell from the crowd to to try to defend, because I, I feel like that would come across as kind of feeble in mm -hmm. some way. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to, like... I don't know. It's hard to, like, put myself in the mindset of, like, I'm I'm an artist at the Oscars, and, yeah. and Chen's sitting there, and I'm trying to defend her from a joke that I haven't even... Well, and, like... Um... I feel like Will Smith kind of put this in a... Oh, hello. Uh, like, an address. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like, what he spoke to on... As a response, like, online. He said, like, it comes with part of the territory of, like, our jobs. Mm -hmm. Which a lot of people said, too. But I was like, I feel like you can still sometimes take it too far. But Yeah. Um, and that joke may have been, from what I understand. I, I think there was, like, a... There's like a cultural context to it too that mm -hmm. I I didn't uh, initially understand, but after like reading a lot, I I could see how it was like a, a harsher joke. Yeah. But yeah, I I don't think um, I don't know that Will Smith has apologized and it, it sounded sincere from what I read. Yeah, I um, mean, I think he did. Yeah, he definitely seemed like he felt bad about it because he even yeah apologized at the Oscars when he went up there too, like. Well, I think that that apology, though, I don't think he made it to Chris Rock. I think no, he, yeah, it was to the Academy. Academy yeah. yeah, 
but he, he ended up, I think, on Twitter, like, apologizing in a more sincere fashion to Chris Rock, specifically, yeah. and also saying that he doesn't think violence is... I, I, I'm going to botch the wording, but it was yeah. something about how, like, violence is not the right answer to any yep. conflict. Yeah. I think it's also just interesting. Like, I think a lot of people watching, and even were at the show, thought it was part of, like, the act of the show um, at first until he went back and, like, started yelling. Yeah. And so then everyone was kind of in shock of, like, oh. <laughs> when he was yelling from the audience, I was like, oh, this is real. Because, yeah. like, nobody is that good of an actor. Yeah. I saw, like, a funny TikTok where it's, like, the guy's pretending to be security, and he's like, who's getting up on stage? Oh, it's just Will Smith. <clears throat> What? <laughs> what just happened? That, that was part of the show, right? <laughs> I mean, it's probably going to be made fun of for a long time, too, but... Yeah, I also, and go ahead. Well, so, like, you can see when he first made the joke that Will Smith laughed. And so I do wonder, like, what the whole situation between him laughing and, like, going up there was. Because I, Jada I tr- didn't I laugh. I don't but... read much into that, because... A lot of times people will laugh even if they're made uncomfortable by yeah. something or don't agree with something. It's it's just like a natural human response. So I, I don't... People are trying to like get into the psychology between Will and Jada and all that. It's like, uh, yeah. I, I don't know how much you can actually I was just understand thinking, like, about somebody's relationship. Yeah, I wasn't even thinking relationship. But like he did, like, I did see like Jada like roll her eyes and like, oh my God, you're making this joke, whatever. And I bet, I wonder if Will Smith then looked over and was like, oh, crap, maybe I shouldn't have laughed. <laughs> and then he got, like, emotional about it. But, he he may have or may not have had that thought. I just, yep. uh, I don't want to speculate. Yep. Oh, I love having Audrey join the podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't think she joined the last episode. This is great. Nope. Um, but, yeah, for me, where I draw the line is, like, if an altercation is verbal, you are in the wrong if you move it to physical. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if somebody, like, came up to me and, like, threw a punch, I would go physical immediately, and I think I would be totally in the right to do so. Uh, it, but, yeah, taking it from ver- from verbal to, like, a physical conflict, I, I think you're, you're always in the wrong. Whoever starts the physical stuff first is definitely in the wrong. Yeah. It was surprising. Not, not that Chris Rock didn't, like, cross a line. I'm not saying that, but definitely, like, the movement to physical is a... We were saying last night, though, like, with the joke that he made, it was about G.I. Jane. I was worried I was going to stumble over that word, but I said it right. <laughs> but they were saying in the first movie, I don't know who the actress was. She had to shave her head for the role. But she looked good, so we're like, you could take it, like, in a good way, too, but it was a joke. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot to say about, like, the nuance to the joke that I I don't really feel like I'm qualified to talk about, but I think we all agree, and Will Smith included, that the slap was a, a, a huge <laughs> misstep on his part. Yep. I can already feel my my voice starting to get a bit rough. Yeah, yeah. I'm out of the contagious period though. So if if you're at home and you're like sweating, maybe we should have said this earlier. If you're like sweating, like oh my god, Rylan's gonna worried about me. 
No, I'm outside of the infectious period, um, according to the CDC. And uh, the fact that, like, my symptoms have improved basically every day uh, means that I'm not infectious anymore. Yeah, if you do get COVID, just uh, look at the CDC website. It's not always the best organized, <laughs> but they'll tell you, like, when you can end your isolation and, and all that. I'm feeling good, except for my, my throat. Good. When did you say you're going to go back to, like, a workout? Tomorrow. Nice. Okay. Yeah. And I, I did a workout at home yesterday, Dance Dance Revolution workout. Uh, and I, I might do that today as well. Uh, but yeah, I didn't notice any like hindrance to my ability to nice. perform on the dance board. <laughs> Let's end it. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Are How you, do we end are this you, again? <laughs> I think we just... Bye. See you later.